The border crisis is getting worse, and our current administration is only putting a band-aid over the real problem. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Download and subscribe to my daily podcast to hear me get right into the news of the day. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. The big censorship game. I think this is a major story, and I think it goes along with everything that we have seen with tech being used as agents of the state, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this first came by way of Chris Rufo. This was yesterday evening. And he had documents from the American Medical Association who asked big tech and the Department of Justice to censor, deplatform, investigate, and prosecute journalists who, as the letter suggests, question the orthodoxy of radical gender surgeries for minors, arguing that any kind, any kind of public at all whatsoever criticism, which that even, remember disagreement, dissent is criticism, that that is quote-unquote disinformation. And in the documents, this is how they describe it. They say, quote, these coordinated attacks, and by the way, this is a letter to Merrick Garland from the AMA. Quote, these coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families. The attacks are rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation where a few high profile users on social media share false and misleading information targeting individual physicians and hospitals, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment and disruption of care across multiple jurisdictions. Our organizations have called on technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms, and we now urge your office to take swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities responsible. Now, that's from the letter. So remember, they're really kind of going after accounts like Libs of TikTok. And Libs of TikTok, as you know, has for a long time. What does Libs of TikTok do? They simply repost already public information. So you have leftists who willingly, of their own accord, no one is forcing them to do this. You have leftists who post this stuff on social media. They post their own videos on social media. They post their own commentary on social media. Or in the case of some of these hospitals, it is actual pages from the hospital on the website. And so they, all of TikTok does is just take this stuff and repost it. There's nothing added. I'm not quite sure how anything can be characterized as false. Because they're just, all they're doing is, all, all anyone has ever done is repost already public information. So you can't say that there's any part of this that's, that's, uh, that's posting false information or misleading information. There's screenshots of the hospital's own web pages that discuss medically unnecessary hysterectomies for minors. They are web pages from actual hospitals who chose of their own will to post this information on their website. 
They are leftists who post this information, physicians who post this information, and all that is done is that it is reposted, as is, no edits. And that is what makes the left so angry. And no one, it's first off, it's not coordinated. I realize that the left coordinates everything from using children as human shields, whether they talk about wokery or gun control. And I understand that that is the left's total, that's their MO. Not everyone acts like that. Not everybody does that stuff. The right, we don't, we don't, we don't have enough creepy rich people on the right that want to sit here and bankroll all this stuff. We just don't. That's it. So it isn't coordinated. And you cannot attribute, since you're already posting it out there, all they're doing is simply directing people to where it exists online. That's it. It's, 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 it is, it's censorship is what it is. This is absolute censorship. You have the AMA that is demanding that the government use technology companies as agents of state to enforce fascistic speech codes. They did this with the National School Board Association. You had the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, who actually worked with the FBI to investigate parents for the crime of simply exercising their free speech right and freedom to assemble to speak up in defense of their kids and academia uh, academia at, at the, all of their schools in places like Virginia and elsewhere, Texas, Tennessee. And they were targeted because this administration, and i.e. the left at, at large, likes to use these agencies, they think that, well, like John Fetterman thinks in Pennsylvania, he had no problem with using an actual police department to go and look up oppo and try to silence his critics. It got to the point where the mostly Democrat city council actually was calling for his firing because of his criminal behavior. And now he's running for Senate. Just goes to show you, apparently, sometimes slackerism, I guess, rules. Who knows? But this is absolutely, and we're going to talk more about this throughout the program, this is, it's, it is censorship. And I'm not quite sure that you can punish individuals for actually just simply posting what the left posts themselves. If, you, if the left didn't want it out there, they wouldn't post it. I mean, that's just, I, there's no other way to look at it. No other way, no other way to look at it. And it's, it's, good heavens, this is, it is fascism. And gender-affirming care is not, there's no such thing as this. Abusing kids with puberty blockers and hormones when you don't know what the results are going to be. I mean, they, they mess around with hormones now with adults and they still have to go back and, and try to revise things and alter what they're dosing people with because the consequences of it and the just going ahead without knowing what what the what the full effect is going to be it's dangerous it's harmful disinformation to say that unnecessary medically unnecessary surgery is required for a mental illness that is what is dangerous misinformation and now the regime is telling us that all criticism needs to be silenced and that's unacceptable. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? 
Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual-tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three-quarter inch shells, even better, because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. <laughs> so, a 3,700-year-old Babylonian stone tablet has been translated, is being translated, and it's changing history. Dr. Daniel Mansfield and his team at the University of New South Wales in Australia have just made an incredible discovery. While studying a 3,700-year-old tablet from the ancient civilization of Babylon, they found two things. First, that they were doing trigonometry, and they also translated it to, and when it was translated, it read, no lives matter. That's a joke. You can laugh. It's okay. Just kidding. Yeah, when they translated this giant ancient stone, it said no lives matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Albert Pujols. He did. He hit a 702, finally, run number 702, ties Babe Ruth in another stat category. Of course he did. Cardinal Slugger back back in his home. His career home run total on Sunday, 702 now. He hit it off Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher uh, Rowan C. Contreras, and it was a solo shot in the third inning of the game. I That's just awesome. Uh, it's awesome, and I love watching him and Wainwright and Yachty walking off. Walking off the field. Oh my gosh. It's just like the olden days. Ah! Just really cool. Uh, also, this couple, can we stop doing this stuff? I mean, I love babies and I'm real excited about, you know, yay, babies. But why are we, stop doing dumb stuff? So, at a gender reveal party at, in a state in central Brazil, apparently, you know, most people will do like a confetti balloon and it's pink or blue confetti, or they do a pink or blue inside of a cake. Some people do powder cannons. These people died a waterfall, an entire 59-foot-tall waterfall in an eco-tourist area. And now they're being investigated because they did it for a gender reveal. Stop doing that stuff. for gen- Stop it. No need to keep doing it. Uh, this headline from Washington Times, Talking to pets can help ease inflation worries, say experts. My dog isn't actually worried about inflation because he does He's a dog. No, I'm kidding. It's your apparently it helps you. Obviously, it helps you. It's a healthy pause pet insurance. They said that it actually says if you know if you talk to your dog about your problems, your dog can't understand you and maybe make you feel better. And then you had the Gays Against Groomers account. Did you guys hear about this? So there are Gays Against Groomers that have been fighting the militant trans everything. And they had uh, their, what was it, on PayPal? Yeah, they had their account on PayPal suspended because they were raising, they were raising funds and, and helping the cause to fight against the militant trans stuff. 
And it was an organ Gays Against Groomers, an organization from Daily Wire comprised entirely of gay, lesbian and bisexual people, even transgender people. Launched in 2022, they've been attracting followers to the cause and fighting against every, all of this, this stuff, this militant stuff. And PayPal dropped them. They dropped them. They And then they, PayPal last week, uh, they've been like throwing their weight around a little bit about gender identity. They even went after what, uh, Phoenix Suns owner? I mean, this is just unbelievable how much this is. This is just crazy. So this was, audio soundbite one, this was a speech at a California school board meeting from one of the members of Gays Against Groomers. This is straight 43 seconds of fire. Listen. Good evening. My name is Mario Presents, and I'm here as a representative from Gays Against Groomers Coalition with over 250,000 followers across social media and as the uncle of two students in your district. It has come to our attention that the district intends to teach transgenderism to children under the age of 10 without parental consent. If I were to teach your child about my sexuality without your consent or involvement, I'd be arrested. But when the school district does it, it's education. Districts are teaching transgenderism when they should be teaching science, math, and language. Instead, teachers are hiding student pronouns from their parents under the guise of gender affirmation. Can you imagine the uproar if schools were evangelizing or baptizing children without parental consent? Isn't that sort of what you're doing? You don't tuck these children in at night. You don't teach them to stand up to bullies. You don't pay their medical bills. And you certainly don't hold their hands in the hospital. These parents do. Simple truths based in science need to be upheld for our society to flourish. The gross indoctrination we're seeing is creating a lifetime of medication and hormones because you can't simply pause puberty. Mm. Men cannot become women and sex chromosomes are encoded into the fabric of our DNA. Simply affirming a teenager's gender is akin to affirming anorexia. Both are body dysmorphic disorders, yet we don't teach the starving teenagers how to binge and purge or affirm that they are indeed overweight. However, school districts, including yours, seem to have no issue secretly teaching girls that they can be boys because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. A grown adult woman can't get a hysterectomy without extensive medical forms and doctor's visits. But Dr. Safir over the hill in Sherman Oaks is willing to do top and bottom surgery, sterilizing children for life. Parents must be a part of the education process when teaching sexuality to students, and it definitely doesn't need to happen under the age of 10 years old. Oh, preach, preach, Mario. Whew. He is exactly right. That's an uncle who's standing up for his family in that school district, and that's true. He's a fascist. Isn't that what the media will say? Oh, they have said it. Oh, it's fascism. Speaking out for, against the state. Speaking out against... The things that you can't control or the, or the things that you can't criticize are, as Orwell said, that's what ultimately controls you. Just find out what you can't criticize and that's, the, that's what controls you. Those are the, the people ruthlessly in charge. He is exactly right on this. It is becoming, it, it, this is, it, there's so many things wrong with this. I have a couple of things here. Let me get into this. The story of What's her? What's his face? Leah Thomas. I was looking at this. There's been um, there's been a couple of interviews with some of the female swimmers on the female swim team who have been forced to share a locker room with Leah Thomas. They're not comfortable, but their comfort is considered to be irrelevant. 
that's that's the whole thing. Parents are irrelevant. People, women who are uncomfortable with this are irrelevant. Men who are uncomfortable with this are irrelevant. You just have to support it. Daily Caller has the story today. A top trans medical organization recommends castration for, hey, Ken, there's a new identity, eunuch identity. I've never even heard of this. What is that? They want to remove all male genitals. Dudes who want to take away all their male stuff. Their frankenbeans, all the other masculine attributes, everything else. They are listed alongside gender identities and sexual conditions like non-binary and intersex in the 8th edition of what they call WPATH. W-P-A-T-H, which is the World Professional Association for Transgender Health. It sounds like a wrestling organization. And in this corner... He removed his frankenbeans as well as all other masculine attributes. It is the super eunuch. I mean, seriously, it fits. I thought that Mario, who's with Gays Against Grimmers there, he made a very fantastic point. It is gender dysmorphia disorder. I do think so much of this is mental, and I think a lot of it's copycat. And I think the social media plays into a major part of the copycat. They definitely, this encouragement of it, I think is, and especially in the classroom by some of these teachers, but it is a mental issue. And the great point that he made was anorexia is also body uh, dysmorphia. This is, this gender issue is body dysmorphia. Bulimia is body dysmorphia. And he said, and you don't affirm that someone is fat or encourage them to starve themselves or binge eat. You don't do that. That's you don't affirm that and make the situation worse. So why is it allowed here? It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida man. Oh boy, uh, it's been kind of busy in Florida. There's been a lot of good stories in Florida, uh, but I will say more has come out now. Remember how I said that. There was a shark that was actually in somebody's yard, and this is true, and it is now official. In fact, uh, it came, this is People Magazine, they got the video. The daughter of Dominic Camerata filmed a, what they identified as a shark in a neighbor's backyard in Fort Myers as the hurricane was blowing through, and... It's uh, he's a 43 year old real estate developer. And he said it was really I mean, we've never it's in the yard, uh, but they it was him and his wife and his daughter. They got video of it and it looked like it was a bull shark. So that whole thing was actually true as well. I knew it was because it was local media that were sharing. They were sharing it as well. Now, I realized, too, during, you know, any time of natural you have a natural disaster or anything like that. Stress is high. People are, you know, their patience is low. I understand. But let's not beat each other with rakes. So this comes by way of Click Orlando. India Atlantic mayor was arrested and accused of hitting a man with a rake during Hurricane Ian cleanup. 59-year-old David Bergman faces a misdemeanor battery charge. He's accused of using a rake to hit a man in the face while participating in park cleanup. Uh, This is according to police. He was arrested Friday, and he was helping to clear Orlando Park in India Atlantic when the victim began recording him on his cell phone. The victim said he recorded the mayor after Bergman made several comments about kicking his A-double snakes. And so the affidavit then says Berkman used a rake to hit the victim's phone and face. It's not known. Otherwise, what alleged what led to the outburst? 
They said that the video lined up with the victim's claims, and this is from the Indian Atlantic Police Department. No idea about his injuries, but I'm sure. I mean, is it really? Did you get, are you alive though? I don't know. It's like a hurricane just happened. Calm down. Everybody calm down. You know, come on. Uh, let's see. This, uh, this Florida man, this is an amazing story. He survived Hurricane Ian because he floated on a sofa for two and a half hours. And an absolutely amazing story. Uh, this, uh, there's been a lot of them. Uh, this individual, and this is up by way of, uh, well, a couple of sources here. Uh, his name is David, and he said he found himself about three or four in the afternoon floating on a sofa with his head just above his own ceiling fan, 18 inches below the ceiling. And he has a bunch of recordings of the inside of his house. And he said, uh, the water was cold. I was shivering. And he goes, for about two and a half waters, I was just bobbing in the water. Couldn't touch the bottom. We were just waiting for the storm to pass. That has to be an amazing sofa, though, by the way. Yeah. If it floats up and it kept you up there and all that. I mean, that's actually pretty kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. But also, what is the brand of the sofa? I'm just thinking that might be, you know. And oh, let's do this one. This is a Tampa story. Florida man. Uh, Narc City, Tampa, was arrested in the middle of the ocean, and he tried to swim from a helicopter. It was all for uh, petty theft. A man in Florida, man in Tampa, he was arrested on October first. He robbed a woman of her wallet, and then he uh, uh, fled. And then he escaped in the ocean. He was swimming in two hundred. He swam two hundred feet into the water, and uh, then he tried to swim away from the helicopter. And Tampa Police Department actually posted it on their Facebook page, and it's hysterical. Someone said he missed his calling. He could have been a great athlete. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of the media just doesn't cover the most important news of the day. I'm Byron York with The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I discuss how the border crisis is continually getting worse and the administration is only concerned about accommodating the illegal migrants who enter the country and not facing the real problem of stopping them. Don't forget to download and subscribe to my daily No Chit Chat podcast. I don't talk about every single issue, just the ones you need to know the most. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.